Welcome to another episode of Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm your host, Marta Roland, and I am live on Facebook right now. And Old Yeller, aka Darrell, is actually watching the live and is going to help me out in the comments with some of this uh, shenanigans that's going on in the world. So, what I had wanted to talk about was Jacob Blake. If y'all don't know who Jacob Blake is, he was the black man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that was shot seven times by. Uh, a police officer and the police officer they decided to, to not file charges against a police officer and a lot of people are very upset with that now my only thing is about that whole situation with jacob blake is from what i heard is that they did try to taser him the taser was unsuccessful they tried other maneuvers and that was unsuccessful and when he tried to get in the car with the knife the officer shot him now I feel like he should have just at that point when they were trying to arrest him, he should just gave up and just went to jail and just called it a loss or whatever. Now, the only thing I disagree with with the police officers is that they didn't have to shoot him seven times. That's the only thing I, that I disagree with is that they did not have to shoot him seven times. And then on top of that, um, I believe it was kids in the car. So, you know, it's one of those bullets with a ricochet off the kids. I mean, with ricochet somewhere and hit one of those kids in the car or or one of the hundreds of tens of people. Well, I should say tens of 20s of people who were uh, standing around watching this whole situation go down. So I, I feel like he could have been more cautious when he were when he did pull, pull his gun to shoot. He could have been more cautious. Um, but in the midst of all of this, though, Kyle Rittenhouse, who uh, after the Jacob Blake was shot by the police, was in a bar drinking, partying, kind of having fun while he's indicted for two murder charges. And on top of that, I don't believe Kyle Rittenhouse is even old enough to even be in a bar drinking and doing these kind of things because he wasn't even at the time of the shooting. He wasn't even old enough to even own or buy that kind of gun. So that was a big uh you know red flag for me and then the bar owner whoever whatever bar he was in basically you know they agree and stand for what kyle rittenhouse did which is shooting and killing two innocent people which i don't agree with um so oh yeller wants to try to call me to be on the podcast and like i said before that means i have to set up a whole another microphone and then fix audio issues because it's going to be like a little buzzing noise and i got to try to figure out how to fix that and i don't really trying to figure out fix that you figure, see what i'm using now and the mic my microphone sits up here so it'd be kind of hard to do that um i mean i can turn the game up a little bit and then hopefully but i don't know how clear you guys will be able to hear him um I mean, we can try. Okay, one second. Hold on. All right. So my brother Marcus said that um, the bar owner had to know that Kyle Rittenhouse was underage at the time while he was in the bar drinking and parlaying like nothing in the world was going on. I mean, I guess in Kyle's mind, he thinks that he's going to beat this case, but I can't see. I cannot see no way possible of Kyle Rittenhouse beating this this murder case and if they decide to ooh, if they decide to let him get off with murder that just shows that you know there's no justice in america whatsoever when it comes to white supremacists and white supremacists are going to continue to get away with the shenanigans that they got going on what is going on with you what's crazy is that 
he, he just turned 18, like, what, last week or something like that? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, he just turned 18, like, last week or something, like, a couple days ago, something like that. Like, he just turned 18 this year, sometime in January. And he was in a bar drinking. Okay, and that was and he's not going to be the American because he's clearly on tape and a thousand of witnesses saying he shot these kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep calling him like, good, for real. That would have been a black dude and shot two white dudes. He would have got murdered right there on the scene. I mean, yeah, but at least the black dude... They would have went through the whole fair trial process by now and before... Well, I wouldn't say by now, but it would have started at least by now, the whole fair trial thing and you know he wouldn't be out walking around freely no, right no. now if this was had been somebody of 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 a minority he'd be in jail with a million dollar bond i mean he did have a very high bond but one of those actor people decided to uh yeah. bail him out exactly. so and it's a lot of shenanigans that's been going on, especially with white supremacists and everything that's been going on. And it, it's like I said, like, like I said in the last podcast, it's like it's crazy that it took for riots to happen for them to start opening their eyes and looking and seeing what is going on with uh, what how people of minority or foreign descent are treated here in America. And, and like I said, like. It, it it shouldn't be like that. When we tried the whole peaceful protest movement, it 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 it, it didn't go as planned. It, like nothing was heard. And like I said, they just let people basically chant their little hearts out, and that was that. At that point, I think my thing is it was peaceful when we were when they were protesting by themselves. It became unpeaceful when the police got involved. <clears throat> when the National Guard came. And police stopping their protest, that's when it became unpeaceful. They were doing perfectly fine, walking down the streets, chanting by themselves, not by their nobody. So when the police came, that's when they started to get around it because they started messing with these people for no reason. <clears throat> the people they started doing tear gas and blocking people from doing what they got to do. That's what made it worse. That's when they became unpeaceful. That's when they became rowdy and disrespectful. At this point, you know what I'm saying? But they showed them do this stuff at the Capitol. The people broke down the barriers and kicked down doors. That there would have been a group of black people. I mean, I I keep saying, it, it, yeah, I can't story. say, even if it was, it, even if I understood, but I wouldn't say, even if it was just black people, if it was Mexicans, if it was Israeli people, you know, uh, people who they look at as terrorists overseas. Like, let have been some of them people. Like, let there have been Muslim people at the Capitol doing some of them things. They would have dropped a bomb on them so fast. It would it, you wouldn't they wouldn't have seen it coming. It would have been dead by all over the Capitol steps. Exactly. It would have been, been more than five people dead. I can tell you that. Yeah. It would have been shooting inside the Capitol. That. The National, and the National, and the National Guard would have been there. Earlier than seven o'clock, <clears throat> they should have been there at four o'clock when it first happened. Instead of seven o'clock, I feel like they should have been later. there when Trump was at that podium giving his speech about marching to, about marching to the Capitol. That's when I think that they should have been there. <laughs> at that point, they should have been mobilizing. At 
actually did that speech, and the whole time that they were in the capitals destroying everything, Trump was nowhere to be found. Because <clears throat> he was at, and he was in the White House watching it, watching it all happen. Yeah. He, he couldn't, and they couldn't get it's a special on Hulu called 24 Hours Something Protest on Hulu. Please go watch it. It's you know, the inside story of everything that happened. They tried to contact this man the whole night. You he be nowhere to be found. You don't became a Hulu whore. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, like he, 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 didn't call, he didn't call the National Guard since 7 o'clock. That is true. And it, what one thing I was trying to figure out was, um, like I said, I can't remember the names, but I believe it was two Arizona representatives, and I believe one, I believe Texas or Georgia representative, who this man went on, I believe, live TV and told them, like, we had help planning this by a congressman in in the house, in the, in the, in the Capitol building that we stormed. We had help from three of them. And my mom, and my mom did say that last night. She did say that. Yeah, like this man, he has done interviews and everything, and a lot of these, and then the people who he accused of helping him, uh, one of them has sent like multiple messages to him when he was doing these rallies and stuff. And, uh, you know, so some of these people who have, who this man has accused of helping, helping them, you know, plan this attack on the Capitol, uh, has had contact and have, pr- and have proof that he has had contact with these congressmen and women. I don't know if it's any women, just putting it out there, men and women, who, you know, helped him uh, basically help these, these terrorists attack the Capitol. And I feel like these people, the people who helped plan that attack, needs to lose their job. Because how else will they know where everybody's office is at? Well, I don't think they knew for sure where people's office is at. I just think at that time they just got the Roman. Yeah, they, at this point, on that show that I watched, they said they were walking around like tourists. Yeah. And they were just going around, every, they were on every floor. My thing is, some of these offices are hidden and private. Mm-hmm. They end up getting, they get, end up getting into these people's offices, taking pictures at their desk, stealing their podiums, stealing their name tags off their door. It's crazy. I've, I've been to, uh, it was crazy. I've been to, I believe, Woman Gwen Moore's office in D.C. Their offices are not that big there. <laughs> I'm like, to be a congressman and woman, like, I'm y'all offices sure are little. I'm pretty sure it's not. I, I mean, I've been inside her office. It's not that big. And then look at Pelosi's office. From the pictures I've seen, it didn't look that big. Yeah, I'm like, geez, you would expect the... I, I mean, I guess the building was built in like 18-something, so... <laughs> I don't care. Break down some walls. Make my office bigger. She's the speaker of the house. Yeah, but it's, it's not like she'll be the permanent she's speaker of the house. She's, she, she, if she's third in line to be president, if anything happens, if everybody's president, she'll be president. So she'll be the bigger office. I mean, did she just take over the White House at that point? I mean, she, she's that, she's that girl. <laughs> and, and, and then you was asking about the inauguration. So, uh, I don't know exactly what, like, venue they plan on using for once he, he is sworn in. But I know, like, I know, I think I remember, like, Demi Lovato was one of the people that named as a performer for Joe Biden's inauguration. No, I think my, 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 my concern was, well, it's still going to go as 
I'm not I said that they are. It's just gonna be for be for security. <clears throat> yeah. So the whole the protest was what they were doing was they already had the stage and everything set up already for inauguration. But when they do that little protest and all that stuff, they were inside and under the stage. So who knows what they were doing, uh, loosening screws or tearing it down. That's what I'm saying. I mean they got enough skilled workers to be able to get put all that stuff back together quite fast. So I'm not I'm pretty sure all that stuff would be together. Like I said, the the inauguration is gonna go on as planned. We're gonna see it on T V. Like I said, more than likely we just not gonna see like the hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people uh there at the inauguration. And uh I don't know if anybody's seen because uh, I have got to talk about this on last week's episode, but I don't I don't know if anybody's seen Donald Trump's video that he had put out, uh, uh, I want to say Tuesday it came out. And so, yeah, like I said, I don't know if y'all seen that video, but he did not seem sincere whatsoever. It seemed so scripted. It was so unbelievable. He keep on saying that he don't, uh, condone what happened on the Capitol, but as, but these are the same people that you told to storm the Capitol to try to overturn our democracy and our voting uh, process and so on. So for it just didn't nothing about what he said seemed genuine whatsoever. I'm so sorry about that, y'all. Yeah, that was the main thing that I don't I don't understand how you go from praising people to now you want to try to condone everything that they're doing like that is just you you just can't go backwards. There's no going back from what you did, and there's no trying, no saving what you did at this point. There's no, yeah, there's nothing peaceful about a Trump supporter. We we are peaceful until you make us upset. That is, and what? And one thing we ain't got time for. We ain't got time for federal charges. So all them people who are being arrested, that too, like they're yeah, they're getting charged with federal crimes. These people and and you know at the end of the day, it's like we we that's not something we want <laughs> at this point. Like we don't want that kind of smoke. But at that point, but we it, at the end of the day, it's like. At some point, it's, it's it's finally nice to see how so many people have opened up their eyes to what is going on. And then it's crazy seeing some people of a certain uh, race who... Oh, my microphone just fell. <laughs> it's crazy how some people of a certain race now is getting upset about, you know, how 
these Trump supporters has now portrayed them in the public eye and basically made them look like complete fools. And and like I said, it's, it's, you, you've got to blame Trump for making y'all look like idiots. At the end of the day, it's Trump's fault. I mean, yeah. I mean, but it's like two two idiots don't make a, a, a right person. I don't know. <laughs> it, it don't. Two, two idiots make what happens at the Capitol. That, that's what two idiots make. Just like that. Right. And it's crazy because a lot of the people who did storm the Capitol was like hillbillies. And people like rednecks and all them kind of people, like he ain't got he ain't got he ain't gonna do nothing for y'all whatsoever. He hasn't done nothing for any of you in the last four years that he been in office. He has did Jack Diddley's quiet, but yeah, you now y'all ready to go to jail and face federal crimes for a president who has done nothing for you in the last four years, unless you make over two million dollars a year. For a man who don't even know you or don't even care about you, don't even know your name. Know your name now because now you're a news to be stupid and ignorant, right? Yeah, America. You sit there and do all this for no reason. For what? what, what I mean, my thing is, I want to know what the whole point of we've been doing that. They wanted to overturn the election, they wanted to scare, to scare them into overturning the election and give it to, to Trump. It was, it was, it's 10 days until inauguration. At that time, it was 10 days until inauguration. It's over with. I mean, but at the time, like, the, the Electoral College wasn't confirmed, so vote, Joe Biden wasn't the confirmed winner yet when they stormed the Capitol. But how many times, that's what they knew off top. The whole world knew off top that they was going to win. I mean, yeah, the true. They were doing that. I mean, they just thought they, just thought that they was going to do that and they was going to make it better. No, everybody knew that, that Joe was going to win. I mean, they, they just wanted to overturn the, the elections, the results of the election. And that's really what the whole point of that was. And Trump wanted him to do it. Right. That is true. You know, what them people need, they need to believe in the power of the Christmas tree. That's what they need.
uh, weeks ago if there was going to be a transition of power instead of following all these lawsuits trying to overturn uh, election results. I mean, yeah, and he could, and he could uh, pardon himself too, to not go from not going to jail. So. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah, that's that's why I kept on saying like they can impeach him all he wants to. Like, oh, Trump being impeached a second time. Like, oh, first president to be impeached two times in American history. Like, like I said, they can impeach him all he all he all they want to. But the impeachment don't matter if they don't convict him. And the only reason I want them to convict him is that so that in 2024, he cannot run for president again. And that way, even if a Republican does win in four years, at least it'd be a competent Republican in office if, if Joe Biden was to lose in four more years, is what I'm saying. None. Yep, you can, you can even buy the White House. from you all out there so don't forget y'all can hit me up on uh well hit hit the podcast up on twitter and instagram which is at scdd podcast and you can find me on instagram at martel Rowland. and don't forget to find me on facebook uh which is the martel Rowland fan page make sure y'all go like and subscribe to that where i do uh i try to do uh daily video blogs on there uh, i am no longer on twitter just for the simple fact that twitter just seemed very unsafe and they basically let anybody hack your page and turn into a whole something else and become a whole different thing. So I am no longer on Twitter and I probably will not be making another Twitter page in the near future. So <laughs> with that being said, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Same Cast Different Day podcast. Uh, finally, I want to thank Darrell for actually participating in the episode of Same Cast Different Day podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, whatever. Anyways, thank you all for listening. I hope that y'all tune in next week.